ladies and gentlemen. This is another segment. We are here. We are back at it again. Um, you are with me uh, taking this journey, um, not just with my life, but, uh, you know, with everything that's on my mind. Um, sorry if I sound like I'm rushed or, like, kind of, like, in a, in a, in a hurry or things of that nature, but I am at the airport. Um, the school year just ended. Uh, my contract with ASU as far as the community assistant also has ended. Uh, my friend just uh, dropped me off to uh, take me to the uh, airport, and I am on my way now back as we speak to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So this might end up being a, a relatively short episode, but I definitely wanted to get kind of some thoughts and some things um, reading throughout this week off my chest and, and kind of come with the the idea of what to basically expect for the summer, hopefully. Um, and also, you know, just what's been in my mind lately, like I said, uh, this podcast, not just, you know, the ultimate goal for this podcast is to kind of build a community outreach for where a lot of people can have access to not only send questions or voice messages and things of that nature um, to the show, but also they have the ability to um, even come on the show and, you know, talk about, you know, some of the things that they feel or, you know, some of the things that um, they've seen and, you know, just want to have a discussion and have, you know, an open-ended dialogue. Um, So with that being said, um, this week has been uh, very hard uh, just because being here in Arizona for two years now it's been a difficult um, I won't say it's been impossible to live here but it's been a challenging two years and you know a friend of mine was reflecting on like you know ever since they met me and kind of the things and the way I've you know moved and the things that transpired and various things of that nature and you know, kind of explained the move that going back home might be the best possible option, you know, for me, because rather than just going home just to go home, you know, just to enjoy myself and de-escalate, because obviously that would be the ultimate goal of going home and having a vacation, but also having the opportunity to go home and really de-escalate you know, my mind and really self-reflect on what happened, not just within the past years of being here in Arizona so far, but especially within this past school year and, you know, just kind of the difficult um, challenges that I had to face and overcome and really just gathering myself and really trying to find who I am still as this person, you know, especially since three weeks is... um, in the next three weeks, I'll be turning 26. Um, first and foremost, I definitely uh, want to give a shout-out to Joel. Um, definitely uh, thankful for him for helping me be uh, there as a really good friend. I uh, love him for that. And, you know, Hannah and just a lot of people that's always been here to support and help me out and, you know, want to not just see me succeed, obviously, you know, financially and all my dreams and goals, but just help me 
be a healthy version of myself, um, who I am as a person, and things of that nature. And with that being said, I also want to give a shout out to my brothers. Obviously, I gotta do that. But I also uh, definitely want to give a congratulations to my mom, who has been um, nominated to be vice president of the National Association of Minority. I want to butcher this. Of my uh, uh, wait a minute. Oh, sorry. Uh, the vice president of national. Okay, this keeps messing up. The Vice President of National Association of Minority Contractors, Wisconsin's chapter. Um, it's a very big deal. And, you know, me and my mom, we've always had conversations about, you know, success is when opportunity meets preparation. And so for the past 10 years, she's always had her own small business, um, uh, uh, janitorial services, uh, residential and commercial janitorial service. And just remembering, you know, when she finally did her, her terms, um, from being, you know, imprisoned for five years, uh, and just coming out, you know, with just a box of her stuff, and now seeing her at this level of success, it's it's a huge factor and such a large motivator to really show people and understand that you can really do anything if you really focus and put your mind to it. And, it's, and if you also have a really good supporting group or supporting cast that um, vouch by your side and, and really help you kind of see your dream into fruition and things of that nature. Um, so I definitely want to give a shout out and congratulations to my mom uh, for just being such an awesome person and things of that nature. So... Um, with that being said, I think we can, you know, kind of get right into it. Um, it's definitely been a uh, difficult week because, like I said, it's been a lot of self-reflection. Um, you know, as I was cleaning out my apartment and kind of looking and seeing what it what it is that I was what it is that I was doing. Um, ultimately, it kind of hit home. You know, it hit home, and I was in a position where I never kind of felt before, you know, kind of getting emotional about some of the friends that I'd be leaving. And the crazy part about it, I'll be back in August. But it's just, you know, being here for two years constantly and and seeing what has transpired a lot between myself and various other parties. um, Your attention, please. Sorry about that, people. Had the uh, PA announcer, you know, do their thing and things of that nature. But uh, getting back to what it was that, as far as, like, the focus of the uh, conversation, um, a lot of times for people, when we are in the mode of transition, we really don't give ourselves an opportunity to really sit down and self-reflect. And self-reflection is thus a very powerful thing that can help ultimately see who we are inside and out. And so with that being said, this was a wonderful opportunity and moment 
to not just kind of reflect on what I've done so far within the past two years that I've been here in Arizona, but kind of seeing what the future is going to look like when um, I finally get home and I de-escalate and I actually get to a point where I am, you know, mentally rested, emotionally rested, and ready to come back and do what I need to do necessary to finish up and complete all the tasks that needs to be completed at hand. Um, but this week, I actually want to bring an interesting conversation to the the people um, with the fact of women's abortions. Um, as of late, this is there's been a tyranny of lawmakers coming and reigning on the parade of wanting to illustrate their religious belief on people or a religious belief on a group that, you know, they don't belong into, you know, especially for these white men who think that they have a say-so in anything they can do in this country is very false and it's not true. Um, but it leaves such a larger picture, um, rather than just abortions, it's more so the fact that there is still an infrastructure upon America that is built on the ideology of white supremacy. And what I mean by that is that a lot of the things that we deal with, um, even when we are confronting with white supremacy, even affects their own people. Like, it even affects you know, white men even oppressing their own group to control and enhance the severity of their power. And it makes it, it's almost this large calamity of sorts that really ends up dictating the way we really view America and how people view America. Because for a country that's supposed to be land of the free, home of the brave, it's a very hypocritical statement and a typical response to combat all the um, third world countries and things of that nature. But when you have such places that are, you know, illustrating, you know, this is what real freedom looks like to our people who live here we tend to become a laughingstock, you know? Um, and it's almost uninhabited about how much we really just don't give a damn about rights, especially when there's a lot of money involved. And so interest, specifically when you look at some of these laws, and these, that's why the incarcerated vote is such an important conversation because what you're essentially doing is you're continuing to limit the black and brown votes and only leaving it up to white people to dictate what the country's going to look like within a few years, which is why they want to limit the incarcerated vote. Because, again, what you're essentially doing is you're cutting out the black and brown votes. You're making sure that we as already a marginalized and oppressed group don't have that opportunity to really make change and really put people who look like us and want to help us and our communities out of office. 
the same thing goes with this abortion law because it's not just with white women it's not um and it was a conversation i was having with my friend uh last night and we were speaking about how a lot of these groups were really hijacked by white people you know the lgbtq and he was explaining that you know without black women and even the the realm of having black trans women advocate as part of the black you know not black lgbtq but like advocate for the lgbtq um plus people they don't exist and that's why i tell a lot of people like it sounds that of a crazy theory or crazy expectancy or whatever the case may be but i definitely think a lot of what's rooted in these issues is racism racism is the underlying foundation of a lot of what we see because then it tends to stem from different parts of discriminatory behavior um excuse me for saying um i hope i wasn't saying um a lot because i'm actually trying to i'm trying to get in my bag before i you know take my flight and leave and give you guys an episode to listen to and and and, and be about but ultimately there's so many factors it's a, it's a multi-layered issue because that's why not just with media representation matters but just representation as a whole matters and you know one of the uh things that i was reading was just the impact of mentorship of of manhood and in manhood especially for african-american people you know having a mentor because i had a mentor and he was i talked to him i talked about it talked to him about it last week and just how impactful he was as a person and how much he really helped kind of change the the dynamics of how I think and how I move and you know just seeing the world from a different perspective he definitely gave me the assistance needed to kind of come together and and really you know keep my head on straight but a lot of kids aren't gifted that opportunities or when they are the mentor isn't really in a good space to advocate on behalf of the kid and let him know that hey you should you can do this or what do you think this could be because they're not in a good space themselves excuse me so it becomes difficult so circling back to this woman abortion thing um we really have to understand how much this really affects black and brown people and 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 these urban communities that really don't have the the outreach of basically in the premise of like healthcare and planned parenthood um so when you cut that dynamic off from you know these marginalized uh groups what you're essentially doing again you're making them less human than that's what you're essentially doing and so um it's it becomes so problematic especially again in a country that is supposed to be a free country these laws don't make it don't make us look free we don't look free at all like i i really wish we can find a way to get rid of the rhetoric that we live in a free country if we lived in a free country these laws that we have shouldn't 
exist in a way where we are limiting the freedom of what someone wants to do, you know, and that's why, to me, a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, I spoke on the difference between freedom and liberty, because freedom, you should be able to do anything and everything that you want to do without the the calamity of consequences being bestowed upon you. Liberty allows somewhat of that same freedom. However, you do it within the constraints of your uh, of your environment. So, if you are trying to do something that is of a larger outreach or that of a bigger platform that can really help exemplify those who are granted freedom what you're essentially doing is you're breaking the status quo because and and i really want us to get out the mindset of like because we live here this is why things like are supposed to be like the idea that like we're supposed to have debt we, we live in america like debt is an inevitable grain into our society like that sounds insane it sounds sick to really think about the fact that you have to be in debt because it's just the way things go in america like that mentality that these are just the way that things go it's really hindering us to really think about who we are as a society of people um and it's just it's it just it's damaging, um, and 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 I guess a side note, please don't bring Kanye's free thought, like speech and experience to this conversation because what he was essentially saying was not in any relevance of what the actual conversation uh, of free thought really is. Like if you really want to know what free thought is, you actually gotta go research and, and look, you know. And, and read a book if you want to put it that way so with that being said the uh the, the premise of it all is to really focus in and understand that we should have the ample opportunity to come together as a, as a nation and really give the voice back to the people I think that's part of the reason why I feel like for me that's kind of like the colon call or whatever, however you say it. You know, having the opportunity to advocate marginalized communities by creating a space in which they can speak for themselves and regain and shift the power back to themselves and ultimately kind of eliminate and break down stereotypes. Um, but you know, that's kind of, I guess, the whole focus and the goal and the premise. But um, other than that, uh, I hate that I wanted to make this episode short um, because of just the time frame that I have as far as like departure of my uh, podcast and things of that nature. And, and like I said, this whole podcast thing is just a, uh, a growing learning curve for me because as much as I want to get into it, there's still things that I'm figuring out on how to do and navigate and and. Eat, essentially wanting to be kind of like the best podcast that's out there um so with that being said um i am clocking out um 
We'll definitely tune in next week when I guys give you a full week of my time here in Milwaukee. Might end up having some guests show up, um, even though I was supposed to have a guest uh, yesterday. Um, we were supposed to pre-record, and then I was going to give you guys an episode today, but that didn't really happen because um, there's just a lot of time constraints and just really not being in the healthiest. So basically wrapping up this uh, really, really short conclusion, uh, like I said, I do apologize as far as the podcast being short. I definitely will make up for it uh, next week um, longer, um, but until next time, um, you know, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, there is an opportunity. I will put the link on how to like actually send voice messages and like how to give you opportunities for you guys to like join into the show. But uh, till then, um, I will see you later next week. And I'm signing out. And this has been the journey. <laughs>